Hello, this is episode 234. Today we're chatting about social media connections and isolation, opening up beyond logic to see different opportunities, shifting your health style to reclaim your life, self-love and spiritual health, messages of love, self-hate, switching the conversation when it comes to your self-hate. And we're not talking about keto today at all. So if you're looking for a keto episode, this is not it. I like intertwining conversations about health mindset like we did last week, because I really feel like when you have a handle on your mental health, you're better able to hit your physical goals and you're better able to show up for yourself in a different way. If you love this conversation today and you want to go deeper, our guest today, Isabella, mentions my newest show, Love Rebel. You can head on over to leannevogel.com and check out my newest show. So far, we have a couple episodes on there. It's been live for about a month and a half, and I'm really enjoying making it. So if you're looking for more mindset shift, heart space opening, heart goodness, love goodness, head on over to leannevogel.com. Our guest today is Isabella, and she's a life and love coach, author, creator, healer, intuitive, and empath. She graduated in Poland and Germany as a cardiorespiratory scientist and worked as a researcher at institutions such as Boston University Medical School and Harvard Medical School. But life chose another path for Isabella along the way through multiple alternating aha moments and hitting the wall and many other life experiences. She fell madly in love with practices around self-love and self-like. Today, Isabella is a self-worth and true identity ambassador, holistic well-being practitioner, teacher, artist, and women's health coach who provides guidance to others through programs, blogging, videos, and coaching. She is an intuitive and empath creator and healer. She works with women as a wellness and holistic expert, helping them focus on redefining authentic well-being on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and energetic, while also supporting them as they tap into their own inner voices. She believes that the body is the wisest wizard of all time, the most powerful healer you could ever meet, and the mentor you could ever learn the most from. She is the author of Make-A-Wish, Dandelion Spirit Oracle Deck, and the upcoming book, The True Voice, The Wisest Teacher of Your Life. Currently residing in Wyoming, USA, she runs local workshops for women, as well as virtual card readings and coaching programs. For more of her work, you can check her out on Instagram at Authentic Wellbeing. She also discovered and uncovered the huge artistic potential within her and now courageously shares her art on Instagram at self underscore like underscore notes. Now I met Isabella when I was on tour and her light shone so brightly. We just instantly connected. I saw her. She saw me. She's just unreal. The recording that I'm sharing with you is a bit choppy. Her microphone is popping a bit, but just like let it slide after a couple minutes. You won't even notice because she's amazing. And we worked really, really hard on editing the pops out. So we tried our best. Now she opens her heart and shares so much of herself in this episode. And if this conversation interests you, you should definitely listen to my newest show, Love Rebel. Again, you can find it by searching Love Rebel on your favorite podcast player and head to loverebelshow.com for your free three-step video guide. Okay, let's do this thing. 
Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel, and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working. Did you know imbalanced hormones are generally at the core of all struggles that women face when it comes to our weight? Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get started with the show. Hello, beautiful people. I am Isabella Krobak-Tesver, and I could label my name with many names, but primarily I am scientist and researcher, nutritionist and personal trainer. And recently I associate more with being creative, intuitive, and also author and women transformational life coach. This morning before recording this podcast, I read a book, fragment in the book called The Top 5 Regrets of Dying. And the last sentence in the chapter I read says, It was time to be more courageous and to start expressing my feelings more and share more. So I wanted to start this this podcast by sharing, sharing my story and sharing my life because I think that Sharing our stories is what we need the most right now in this world where we feel so disconnected despite having all this social media, quote, connections, which are not really true and honest and authentic and open. And in so many ways, we feel isolated. For me personally, when I hear beautiful story, not beautiful story, but the real authentic story behind somebody's success, behind somebody's beautiful, you know, life right now, it makes me feel more empowered, encouraged, and and trust, trust in people. Because again, we live in a society where those stories are so fake, that we see only what people want to put out there, that we stop trusting them and that is and that was the case for me first and foremost i wanted to say thank you thank you thank you to lien for giving me that opportunity to talk to you today on her show i follow lien for over three years right now and i am amazed i am amazed by her transformations. I followed her because of keto diet, life changes, her uh, me resonating with her um, being in the past bulimic, anorexic, having disorder eating, and all those issues which I was struggling with. But what resonates the most with me is her recent, around a year long already, uh, life transformation into more spiritual spiritual life connection are connected and aligned and flowing feminine balanced way of living embracing that beautiful aspects of our body so i wanted to say again thank you lian and i wanted to start start saying that we as the human beings are built up of four bodies or four planes four areas, whatever you want to call it, physical, mental or psychological, emotional and spiritual or energetic. 
physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And there is no way ever to be able to disconnect those four and to be able to work on one aspect of your life without working on another aspect and being fully healthy, being fully aligned, being fully true to yourself, period. I just cannot emphasize that more. And my life experiences brought me to that conclusion. My education is, is high education. I am PhD in biology of and sciences of cardiovascular system. And I spent over 14 years at research working as scientist and did that with multiple, you know, international conferences and speaking engagements and publications and manuscripts. But this doesn't really count. It just, it is just the background that I have highly educate, high education, a heavy background oriented around mind, right? Education education, science, numbers, experiments, proofs, all these aspects related to logical way of thinking. If you were to talk to me five, six years ago about spirituality, I would probably stop the conversation. I would maybe even make fun of you. I would totally say, if I don't see it, if I don't touch it, I don't believe it. Today, I am totally, totally different and I'm on a totally different extreme and spectrum of this aspect. To make that story really faster, faster, shorter, because I don't want to take up most of the uh, show just talking about my story, I want to emphasize a couple of incidents in my life which made me who I am today, which made me to know and understand that all those four areas of our life, mental, emotional, spiritual and physical, are together as a whole within us. And they require being tended to equally in all aspects. I've quit scientific job after 14 years due to my extreme health problems. I ended up with the heart attack caused by over extreme, extreme uh, overworking, stress, lack of sleep and very poor choices in terms of food. Yes, I, I was a nutritionist before. I was eating very poorly. Seriously, McDonald's was actually my favorite restaurant to eat at. And if someone today asks me, it's easier for you to say or it's easier for you to do, I always smile and say, no, it wasn't that way all my life. And I understand that it can be hard. So after that incident, I decided to change my life. Like I was 32 years old and I knew I am not going to die of the next heart attack in maybe next two years. No, it took me a couple of months or few months to actually finish up the work and quit officially. But I definitely worked and made changes in terms of my work. Instead of 16, 18 hours work, I started working nine hours and so on. And of course, I hired personal trainer and nutritionist. I changed my lifestyle in terms of physical aspects drastically. Of course, because of the lack of support at work, I eventually ended up quitting and transitioning into the fitness industry. Why? Because that was my perception then. Fitness industry equals health. How mistaken I was then. And of course, it took me another three years, maybe, maybe slightly more to understand that it's not that this is not the full truth. 
during that fitness professional life, I became personal trainer, specializing in a couple of very major areas, uh, such as senior treatments, uh, pre and post surgery treatments. Then I became also Spartan obstacle races coach. I became a bodybuilder, competed couple of times, then I became a professional racer, also raced extreme amount of races a year. I put all my energy into the physical aspect because I knew that the moment when I will start eating healthier, exercising extreme amount of hours, I will be healthy. I will not have heart attack again. What happened then? And my body and of course all circumstances took another turn. I started experiencing another type of illnesses. One of them was extreme fourth stage of adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue, adrenal fatigue. Another was extreme, extreme uh, issues with period and my reproductive system. I was bleeding for year and a half straight every day. If someone doesn't believe that, yes, I was like during training, a lot of women lose their periods. In my case, I was bleeding every single day for exactly a year and a half with only 10 days break shortly before my competition when I was extremely dieting and extremely dehydrated. I was buying tampons literally in bulk and I was always asked, why do I need that? And looked at very weirdly, obviously, because it looked like I was providing for the entire family. So, which of course was leading to, to the surgery where I needed to remove my polyps from my uterus, extremely overgrown, and cervical cancer. In the end, I ended up entire process with eating disorders such as anorexia and bulimia. If you ask me today, or if you tell me that fitness industry is the way to get you healthy, I would argue with you. It is just partially, partially, possibly responsible for you to get healthy. Today, I am anti-dieting. Today, I am totally anti any type of obsessive food tracking, macronutrients tracking. I am against obsessive training, overtraining. I follow my body's cues to nurture and nourish my body the way my body needs. And I will talk about this in a minute. So suddenly from one extreme disorder such as heart attack and issues and symptoms and syndromes, I went into another. To move forward, at some point two years ago, I discovered spirituality. And to be honest, that entire concept about self-love was and is still a little bit big boom, a big overrated fad and another way of controlling people. Because if you don't love yourself, how possibly can you manifest something? How possibly do you expect others to love you? It just tells us that if you have bad day, how possibly can you expect other people to treat you better or love you or respect you? It's like blaming us and it's like making us feel shamed and feel deprived and feel obsessive and feel very, very judgmental towards ourselves in a way that we try to be positive and positive every single day. Because if we are not, we won't be loved. 
if we don't know what self-love is, if we don't participate and put into practices all those self, self-care practices, we are not enough. We are wrong. We are broken. We are something not God. And that is, again, something what I stand against so much because this is not what is the message behind it. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. I'll never forget the day that I learned about the toxins, hormone disruptors, cancer-causing garbage that were in beauty care products. It, like, really enraged me. And that was 13 years ago. It's taken me a really long time to build up a beautiful collection of beauty care products I know, love, trust, and don't cost an arm and a leg because, like... Okay, it is not necessary to spend $120 on a toxin-free cleaner. (laughs) So do you need to worry about the toxins in your beauty care products? Deodorant, cleanser, toner, moisturizer? Yeah, I think it should at least be on your radar. And we are exposed to toxins on a daily basis in the water we drink, the foods we eat, the air we breathe, the technology around us, that making changes to our beauty products is like at least something that we have control over. This is where Primally Pure comes in. It's my go-to deodorant, body butter, cleansing oil, the complexion mist, like are you kidding me right now? The dry shampoo, all with real recognizable and safe ingredients. I love everything about Primally Pure. From the fair cost, handmade products, recyclable packaging, All of their staff is amazing to work with. It ticks off all of the boxes. When you go to healthfulpursuit.com slash safe care and use the code KDP10, you get 10% off your Primally Pure order. Again, that's KDP10 for 10% off at healthfulpursuit.com slash safe care. So just to give you, just based on that stories and go back to this, what I started the podcast with, I want to dive now into what I learned from all these experiences, what I'm teaching my clients and what I'm also learning from my own lived experiences every single day, day in and day out. First of all, I know now that, as I mentioned at the beginning, those four areas of our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, cannot be separated, cannot exist separately, and cannot be healed separately. I believe that self-care and self-love need to tend to all four areas. Because I was at the point in my life when I was extremely focused on physical aspect of my life, but... I was far, far away from being healthy mentally, emotionally, and forget about spirituality. During the moment when I was supposed to be and expected to be, of course, in my head, but also this is what we are being fed, those informations from the fitness industry, to be the healthiest versions of myself, to be the, the most fit version of myself, to have the body I would love and I would feel confident in, during exactly that time in my life, I felt the least confident, I felt the most depressive, and I developed one of the most destructive disorders such as bulimia and self-hate. During that time, I was suicidal, 
I was traumatized. I was disconnected from people and from myself. I didn't have any relationships. I couldn't build any relationships. I was alone, lonely, sick, tired at the rock bottom. Despite the promises, I was told I was conditioned to. I understood that there is no way for me to be better off if I don't work on my another aspects. In this case, it was a lot of related to mental and psychological health. And as we know today, the way we think, our thought pattern, our mental health is one of the drive driver also in our emotional health, in our spiritual health. Our emotional and spiritual health impacts heavily our mental health, impacts heavily our physical health. I know people, and I am one of those examples, who stopped dieting, like I, like I, did, I stopped dieting, I stopped obsessive tracking, I stopped obsessive training. I even stopped training for a couple of months because I was so exhausted and tired. But I actually lost some weight, which was apparent because I believe in the fact that our body's weight is kind of adjusted. And if we stop manipulating anything related to the weight, food, you know, uh, on Again, on every level, food, training, mental stressor and anxiety around this, our body will settle in a way that is the most comfortable, most homeostatic, most balanced for the best performance our body can do during that time. So my body settled in the weight that I was the most comfortable, even though it wasn't the perfect, perfect, quote, perfect body I had during my fitness, fitness competitions. I could see, start seeing those patterns, how each of those areas start impacting each other. The very big breakthrough during my still being in the fitness industry was when I had a conversation with my lifestyle coach who actually helped me with all this adrenal fatigue in a very holistic way and a lot of other issues. When I was having a conversation with her two weeks after my last competition and I told her that I gained weight and I gained body percentage and I am fat. I literally gained 1.8 pounds on that day, I was heavier 1.8 pounds from the stage weight. Two weeks after the stage, just mind you, if you are not in the competition, a lot of competitors right after stepping off the stage, they go to pizzerias and eat million slices of pizza, ton of ice cream, and they gain 20 pounds within first week because of their deprivation from weeks following to the competition. In my case, I was so obsessed about having the perfect body that I didn't go back to unhealthy eating. I didn't go back to obsessive eating. I kept my weight on the way it was on the stage, but I gained 1.8, which is <laughs> natural. And I told her that I am fat. That moment, my lifestyle coach said, Isabella, we need to talk. And my entire coaching session on that day wasn't around dieting, foods, nutrition, macros, or training program. It was about mental health. It was about my mindset. It was about where am I getting those stories from? Why do I feel that way? It was a very powerful conversation, which made me realize I need help, which made me realize that 
a lot of things are missing in my and with which made me also realize something what so many clients of mine friends of mine and people around you and around me and many of you who are probably listening are doing there is that perception and misconception when i will lose 20 pounds i will be happier when i will start earning thousand dollars more a month i will be happier when i move out and move to the warmer climate i will be happier when my husband will do this and that for me i will be happier when I something, something, I will be happier. We all have that destination, that, that freaking destination we are just looking at. It's like I'm sitting right now in living room and imagining that I'm looking at the door without seeing anything what's on the way to door. And I'm telling myself that when I will be right now at that door over there, I will be happier. But the fact that there are another things on the way to get there, that there are some obstacles, of course, for me to get there because I cannot walk across on the coffee table, right? Or across the furnitures. When I realize that on the way there, there is one plant, another plant, a window where I can look through and see beautiful things outside. So there are beautiful things as well, which can stop me, make me think, make me reflect, make me look at my life differently, make me even pause and maybe not even go to that destination. Then I see that it is really a process. It's not that destination, but we are so fixated on that final destination that that is so shocking. And I tell you the real examples. I had clients telling me when I lose 20 pounds, I will be more confident, happier, healthier. We lose 20 pounds as the process goes. Because obviously, once you start putting better food choices, more activities in your day, even if it's only two or three days a week, compared to before when you haven't worked out at all and not even walked, Obviously, your body will start losing something. It's a natural process, more activities, better food choices, natural food, whole foods, dara dara. So this client loses that 20 pounds. And I literally at the end, when we accomplish that goal or when we are very, very close to, I ask them what they just said two, three, four, five, six months earlier. Are you happier now? Uh, not really. I wish or I wish I wouldn't. I shouldn't. I am shocked. I am shocked because it is everyone around us doing that. We all are doing that. I was doing that too. It is that destination. We are so fixated. And once we get there, we are still not happy. Why is that? Because happiness is something what starts today, what starts now, what starts with yourself what starts within yourself and what's carried with you, within you, throughout the steps you are taking. Simple as that. What I mean by that? If you are unhappy with the household and house you have today, obviously dreaming about having bigger house, more space, it's nothing wrong about this. But if you put your happiness attached to if I have bigger house then I will be happy but now I have small house and I am not happy that is what's not going to make you happy 
Because I promise you, if you are miserable today in your situation, in your house, you will get a bigger house and you will be miserable there too because you will not be able to see what you accomplished, to see that you are actually achieving what you are dreaming about or what you dreamt about a few years back. You won't be able to appreciate what life is giving you or what life has given to you because you are so stuck into that lack, into that scarcity mindset, into only, into that perception that I will be happy only if I get there or I get that or I will be that or I will be there. It starts with you. I am meeting a lot of women, including my clients at the sessions. I live in small town and I see that very clearly. Many times people ask me or my husband, how am I doing? Because I moved out from a huge city to very small town, literally 10 or maybe even 100 times that smaller. And people are asking me, how am I dealing with life in here? How am I doing? Because a lot of people, apparently, especially women who moving in here with their house, uh, husbands who are uh, getting jobs and they are stay at home moms or, sing, you know, or even single um, women. After two, three years, the average lifespan, quote, lifespan, meaning something like around that, like living time here is around two, three years. People are asking me, how do you feel? Aren't you ready to move? And I'm like, why? I'm like, I don't associate my happiness with a place. I'm happy. I have things to do. I have hobbies. I'm excited about things. I'm recording podcasts like that. I'm reading books. I'm coaching people. I'm changing lives and I'm changing myself and I'm growing and expanding in all four areas of my life. And, and I'm like, my happiness is not associated with the name of the town or, or the size of the town or the state I live in. And that is already something shocking to so many people because as I said, we always, we always prefer that greener grass on the other side of the street in our neighbor's front yard. Right? Because always that grass of our neighbor's front yard is greener than ours, is better than ours, and we rather be there instead of seeing what we have today. So I started practicing with myself and with my clients that, that abundance, gratification, gratitude, appreciation mindset to understand that you need to become who you want to be in five years right now. You want to appreciate your small, tiny house today because then when you get that big house, you will stand in the middle of that living room, look around and will be amazed, grateful and feeling blessed and abundant as hell. But if you don't do that today, you will be then in that big house still feeling not happy and still wanting more and more and more. And as I mentioned, again, going back to those four areas, all these things I'm telling you right now is meant to affect and be, be used to tend to all four areas. I gave you a very simple example of house, but it can be related to relationships, relationship with others and with yourself, to boundaries, to money, business, success, abundance, prosperity. It can be related to your health, to your motivation level, to your energy level, to how you eat, how you train, how you not eat, how you not train. Would you prefer to do what you not prefer to do? Would you want what you need, what you don't want and need in your life? Everything starts from now. Everything starts from this attitude.
Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. ButcherBox features 100% grass-fed and finished heritage-bred pork and organic free-range chicken. ButcherBox sends you high-quality, health-promoting meats directly to your door on dry ice and free shipping anywhere in the lower 48. ButcherBox makes committing to quality protein sources less expensive and more available to everyone. Their prices are hard to beat, and it's challenging to find a higher quality product anywhere in the USA. I've been using ButcherBox for years and love the convenience of a package showing up just when I need it, and their ground sausage is an absolute dream. ButcherBox has put together a super special deal for all listeners of the show. Order your first box and get a special gift plus an additional $20 off. Now, this special gift is so epic that I can't even mention it on the episode today. So you'll have to go to butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get your $20 off your very first order. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get $20 off your first order. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. So I wanted to share with you a beautiful morning ritual, which starts with very simple thing. And I talk about this in even today's live video on my Facebook profile. The ritual can be as short as one minute, as long as one hour, whatever you want to do it. It is really Tending to your heart. I, similar like Leanne in her Love Rables um, Patreon and movement, I believe in connection with your heart. This is the place where we are the true selves. And this is the place from where we really truly express ourselves authentically. And this is the place which truly guides us and leads us to be most aligned, balanced, alive in our life. It's, the morning routine is simple. Start by, obviously, I'm not giving a you know, background, you find your space, you know, make sure you are not disturbed. Of course, those things are important. Make sure you feel safe. Maybe your room, maybe place somewhere, maybe outside, wherever you want to do that. Place your hands on your heart and take around three to five breaths into your heart space and area. How will you know you are breathing into your heart? Simple, you will see your chest rising up and then lowering down. Do this three, four, five times, not more. If you have time, of course, do more. Of course, I'm not telling you this is the, you know, this is the exact amount of breaths you need to take. And then once you do that, once you feel connected to your body, because Remember, if you have any type of thoughts coming up, because many times we are like, oh my gosh, I don't have time doing this, 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 this has to be done. Just simply tell your thoughts. It's okay. It's okay. You guys stay in the corner. I just got five minutes for myself. Everything what we are meant to do today will be done. Right now, I need space for myself. You stay there, disconnect from your thoughts and focus on your breath. Three to five breaths, holding your hands on your heart space and ask yourself, how do I feel now? The best way to check in with yourself is how do I feel now? And listen to your heart. Listen to your first responses, to your body's reactions. Those are the first cues you want to listen to. And those are the 100% confident, sure cues you want to listen to. 
Your body is the wisest teacher of all lives. Your body knows exactly what you need and how you feel. And if you have enough time, you can use those body check-ins in all those four areas. How do I feel right now in my physical body? How do I feel right now in my emotions? What do I feel like? What are my emotions? Then how do I feel like mentally? What are my thoughts? Why am I feeling anxious? Like mental aspects. And then how do I feel spiritually and energetically? Do I feel expanded, connected? You know, like maybe craving some connection with nature. Maybe having some downloads, creative, inspired. And once you answer those questions, when you, once you made those check-ins, and those could be as quickly as just voicing out a couple of first responses, reactions, and emotions, and as expanded and, and, and big as I just said, four areas of your life and talking even with yourself, with your body, with your heart. In order to reconnect constantly, because we will be going back and forth between thoughts and things to do and our, our practice. In order to reconnect, I found the best way to come back to my present moment to literally talk to my heart. Hello, heart. I'm here. Dear universe, I am here. Dear beloved, God, goddess, I am here. That brings me back to presence. And when you do that, the second question I would like you to ask yourself is, what do I want to feel like today? What do I want to feel today? How do I want to feel like today? This is some kind of way of also intention settings, but not goal settings. This is different. Intentions are aligned with us, with our, our expressions, with our needs and wants, with our heart and soul. Goals are just mind and ego, ego pinpoints and points and, you know, things on the list to check out in order for our ego and mind to feel fulfilled and accomplished. Of course, it's important, but right now we are focusing on aligning with our bodies. How do you want to feel today? Do you want to feel more accomplished, expanded, alive, creative, maybe rested, maybe restful, maybe whatever it is, think about this. And then you can close the practice just like this, just saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you multiple times to yourself, to your heart, to the goddesses and gods around you and spirits. Or you can continue by asking yourself, okay, I want to feel aligned. What will I do to feel aligned today? And even knowing sometimes what is our agenda in a day, sometimes it's like, okay, I've got the podcast to record today. How do I want to feel recording that podcast? How do I want to feel after recording the podcast? How do I want to feel and how do I want to show up? And you can also go through the agenda if you have more time. Sometimes doing that, it's kind of easier while journaling so that way you can kind of see it don't forget your thoughts and kind of have it on the paper to revisit during the day it is a beautiful beautiful powerful practice just very simple quick one minute sometimes and sometimes even one hour you can do it as long as you want this practice is not a morning practice this practice if it's short that retouching and connecting to your heart breathing reframing how you feel and how you want to feel right this moment could be also easily done during the day before some courageous conversations, before some meetings, before maybe uh, hard, hard decision making and so on and so on and so on. And that way you start developing connection 
connection between all those four bodies of yours, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. That way you start tending to all four aspects of your being. It is so powerful. I hope you're really enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. Snap a pic and tag me at Healthful Pursuit or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. At the end, I wanted to talk to you what I do right now and what I, uh, where you can find me and how you can connect with me. So today, what I'm doing, I am today life coach, simple life coach. I like calling myself empath, empath, intuitive, creative, author and speaker, because this what I resonate and align more with than life coach, especially knowing or that life coach has already also weird labels around in today's world. But doesn't really matter what those labels are there, whatever you want to call me, call me. But what I do, I help women to see that their bodies are the wisest teachers of their lives, to help them connect to their bodies, because so many of us are so disconnected and in our heads that it's even hard for so many people answer the simple questions, how are you feeling? Because they truly don't know how, to, how they feel. I teach women how to connect to their bodies. I teach them very simple, listening to very simple physical, mental, emotional cues in their bodies. I teach them eventually how to also tap to their intuition, which is part of it. And listen to that, how to trust that voice and follow it and, and trust that 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 voice is leading to you to actually the outcome that you want the most in your life, even though it doesn't seem like at the first beginning or at first. I truly teach because I believe that your success in relationship, in business, in monies, in, in career, wherever you are going to, starts with that pure connection. I am working on launching my program, Know Thyself, which is going to put all those aspects together. It's really aiming to every single person who simply doesn't know how to answer the question, how am I feeling? This is a very basic foundational work to get you to the present moment, get you aware, get you know your body, get to know how to listen to your body and start following those cues. Because only then you can start living your life more fully, for el more aligned, less restrictive, less obsessive. Only because of that, I managed to get out of the bulimia. I managed to stop tracking food. I tracked food for four years in my fitness pal app and I stopped tracking. I stopped obsessive workouts. I stopped tracking even workouts. The first thing what I do in the morning is what do I feel like doing today? And then I go with that and things are getting done. Things are getting aligned. Things are more creative, more ideas, more creation, more things are showing up in my life, less conflict, less disconnection, less anxiety. This is what I do. I want to connect that work to help people with mental and emotional issues such I had. I wanted, I want to share with you very quickly at the end of this video that this year has been a huge 
transformation for me in many layers. I believe each of us are like that onion, onion with all those layers. You cannot go deeper into the deeper layer and heal it and work on it if you don't peel off those another outer layers. And I started peeling off those outer layers, which were all those conditioning and all those mental and emotional illnesses I was struggling with. Anorexia, bulimia, imposter syndrome, self-hatred. And of course, anorexia, bulimia, all those aspects, eating disorders, and also being diagnosed with PTSD, post-traumatic disorder and bipolar disorder was a big, big, big boom in my and slap in my face. And only going back to reconnecting and checking in with my body is the only way for me to move on and and be stay sane, stay connected while peeling those layers. And without that basic foundational understanding what listening to my body means and how my body totally doesn't want to harm me but is on the same team as me and wants the best for me was the most important to start that transformation. And I believe that that transformation needs to start from there. It needs, of course, support system and, of course, you. You who are going to and willing to connect all those four aspects of your life, who are willing to understand that there is no physical health without another aspect, mental, emotional. There is no mental health without emotional and physical. All of them are intertwined and connected. I'm an author of the book, which is coming to be going to be published next uh, spring 2020. The book is called The True Voice. The true voice, the wisest, the wisest teacher of your life, of course, talking about how to build up those foundations. And the book is a beautiful book, a combination of my little biography and life stories leading to teaching and leading to workbook and some kind of reflection and working prompts for you all in one. Stay tuned for that. It will be published in 2020 in the spring. In the meantime, I'm working with clients on on reconnecting to themselves, on starting listening to their bodies, on prescribing a recipes for them that are aligned with their bodies. Like when I get asked, what should I eat? How should I meditate? What should I do? My answer always is, I don't know. You tell me. You tell me because your body knows the best, knows everything what you need. And I can help you create that with guidance, with help. But you need to get that kind of cues from your body. And once you get those cues, I can create whatever, whatever lifestyle you want, help you create, because I am not a creator and I am not here to empower you and create your life. It is you who are going to get empowered and create your life with my guidance and with your body's cues once you start tapping into it and listen to it. So this is what I do. As I mentioned, I am, uh, I am going to publish the book. I also published and going to publish another um, affirmation oracle deck. The one which is already published is called Mega Wish Oracle Deck. Um, this is the collection of daily affirmations, which I literally journaled in through the beginning of this year and 2019. And 
eventually being inspired started putting them into the card version for myself and eventually they became actual card deck so make a wish is also accessible to order on my uh, landing page and uh, another card deck is already in creation uh, which is going to accompany the book the true voice so that will be a beautiful bundle very inclusive in terms of you know uh, gender races affirmations religions spiritualities everything like for me none of those uh, books or card decks are having any orientations they are meant for everybody and then you can find me on social media i am mainly on instagram at authentic well-being as well as on uh, facebook where i'm also doing live videos reading the cards for collective and individuals um, at my, just you can find me uh, with my name isabella krobax isabella i-z-a-b-e-l-a c-h-r-o-b-a-k and uh, so that's my facebook my Instagram authentic well-being and also just a couple months ago I started because being tapped into my body and being more intuitive and aligned and listening to my intuition I started creating it looks like doodling and drawing and and creating little tiny tips in the form of like quotes memes and and drawings and doodling is something that really makes me happy like I hear something and I pick up the pencil and I draw it and doodle it so the collection of those creations I'm going to start sharing and I'm already sharing on my another personal artistic profile on Instagram which is self like notes self underscore like underscore notes and I also sent the weekly newsletter with self like notes just to sum up why self-like notes not self-love notes as i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast self-love was a very big word for me when i started my personal work it was so big that i rather give up in the morning stop doing any type of meditation affirmation journaling because it was so overwhelming so big that i didn't know how to love myself but when I ask myself one day, how can I actually like myself today? Just a little bit, just like, can I like myself today? Can I like those part of body, parts of my body, which I maybe dislike so far? Can I like them today a little more? And that word like became like my anchor and made me stay committed to my morning practice to look at my body in different way, to start creating self-care practices, and so on and so on. So this is how my self-like notes started off. And I'm sending weekly newsletter with self-like note, which is digestible, which is easy, which doesn't have those beautiful, huge, big words, which sometimes we don't even know what they mean. We read it, we wave it out, and we go on with the same numbing mechanisms so I'm sending quotes which are very easy, digestible with some live experiences, some journaling prompts. So that way you can try to like yourself a little more on that day. And the newsletter is usually on Friday. So that way you have those prompts for a weekend time if you want to include some self-care practices. So in order to sign up for that newsletter, I'm also going to provide the link for Leanne so she can provide that in the show notes. Oh, I wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you listening to this podcast uh, and to my story. It was, it is the 
first time I shared with you some aspects of my life, especially my mental di di diagnosis and, and how I came to like myself more today. There is way more. If you want to hear more, if you want to tap into my stories, I do have blog, YouTube channel as well, which I am going to provide all links for you to tap in and check in and whatever works for you. And if you want to connect with me, I would be happy to hear what do you think about this podcast? What do you think about what I said? And how does that, that, how does that resonate with you? And what did you learn? And maybe some breakthrough for you. I love hearing those things from my, from my followers, from my clients, from my friends, from everyone around. And, and my major mission is to help at least one person a day. And if that person today is you, even though I don't know your name, I want to say congratulations. I want to tell you I love you and I want to tell you you are loved. Thank you so much and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Right? Isn't Isabella just oh, amazing? I hope you really enjoyed that episode. Next up on the podcast, Wednesday, February 26th, we have episode 235. I'm going to be chatting about keto meal plans, whether or not a fatty coffee breaks your fast, and a whole bunch of other things. If you want to submit questions to the show, you can send them in by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact. And then Sunday, March 1st, episode 236, we have a flashback episode with my friend Kendra Holly. We're going to be chatting all about how to customize your ketogenic diet without feeling guilty every time you adjust things. <laughs> so looking forward to sharing that one with you and I will see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. <laughs>